0: Today's retirees have possibly more money than any previous generation. And this could mean they'll also pay the most in taxes. So coming up, we're going to outline some potential ways to plan for the taxes of tomorrow. Stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome. It is Financial Safari with Marty Neville, the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Marty heads up Smart Money Solutions, and he can put make your plan smart for retirement, too. He's already done that for so many in Chicago land and beyond. Marty, good to be with you again today. it's great to be
0: here it's you know here we are what is it thanksgiving (laughs) thanksgiving weekend close i'm telling you close yeah it's oh wow the the year is just flying by
1: yeah it really is um and it's going to be 2022 before you know it and wow um before you know it after that it'll be tax time you you said um that's so true the boomers really were a great money generation weren't they
0: Absolutely, God, yes.
1: Well, aren't they? <laughs>
0: they? Aren't they? Are yeah, we are, uh, all of us. So yes, uh, they they've accumulated a, a, a vast amount of wealth, and uh, you know you know what comes with a vast amount of wealth.
1: Oh yeah, the game's <laughs> not played right.
0: <laughs> right, a vast amount of taxes. So
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt, and that's where you have to look ahead, and and you have a couple of benchmark dates you're keeping your eye on. When the current rate sunset is one of those.
0: Well, they say it's going to, you know, it'll expire the end of 2025, but uh, the way this current administration is going, they're already, look at the tax proposal that's on the table. You know, they want to take capital gains from 20% to 40%. Uh, They want to increase the the marginal income tax rate, you know, to just about 40%, if not higher. Uh, So, you know, there's, and plus there's an additional fee in there of (laughs) 3.8%. Yeah, so it's it's just it's it's just unbelievable the kind of taxes that they want to and, you know and they say it's only going to affect the the top one one or two percent and that's just that's not true it, it's going to affect us all so they. They're they're the taxes are going to have an impact on, across the board for everybody, and it's not just uh, the, the people that make five hundred thousand or more, like they're trying to make you believe. That's not the case. Well, and and as far as uh, let's and
1: even assuming that, that, that it's allowed to just sunset in twenty twenty five, how critical is it to act now though? Because I'm, I'm I'm sure you can't wait until the last minute, obviously.
0: Well, true. And I mean, there are steps that can be taken. You can do Roth conversions if that's appropriate. You can you know there's so there's other other measures that can be taken to, to kind of offset some of the taxes that you might, uh, it, you know, predict or anticipate going forward. Uh, one of them would be uh, if you have a, a large IRA, uh, 401k would be to, to do some conversions. Again, if it's appropriate, in a lot of cases, it's not appropriate because all you're doing is increasing your tax liability, even though taxes are low right now. Uh, until these proposals go through or when they go through. So you're you're looking at the the possibility of doing these conversions, but some of them, you know, you're paying the the tax on them now, uh, but you're also putting yourself into a higher bracket potentially by doing those conversions. So so it's just, and and it offsets some, so so your gains can potentially offset the conversion. So if you convert $50,000, let's say, and your account grows by $60,000, You've just defeated the purpose of doing the conversion because you've, you're back where you yeah. started. So, so sometimes it's just kind of one of those, yeah, one of those uh, things that it just doesn't make sense in a lot of cases to do a conversion. And you can
1: see that when you sit down with the client, whether it makes sense or not. I mean, just looking at absolutely. the numbers, yeah,
0: absolutely. Just looking at the numbers, absolutely. I could see it. But you know, yes, is are you know, and a lot of times I sit down with a client. That, you know, the, the words that come out of my mouth are, you know, your biggest problem is going to be taxes. Mm-hmm. You could, you could be ask, you know. 90% of the people I sit down with, the biggest problem they're going to have is taxes because all of their income is taxable. You know, their Social Security is taxable. Their, their distributions from their retirement accounts, if they have a pension, it's taxable. Capital gains, is ta- everything is taxable. All your income is taxable. So it's, it's, uh, it's, that's the biggest problem you're going to face. It's a good problem to have, but it's something that still needs to be managed and put into the plan.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean because taxes do continue into retirement. They don't they don't hibernate. They don't go away. They're they're still there with us in all their glory. We're looking at taxes, tax strategies, uh how Marty looks ahead for his clients and can for you because he has to. He has to look uh I mean it's a ch- it's a game of chess in many ways. Look look ahead uh, a few extra moves there and forward looking Eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six. Marty can help you 8 888- Eight five one nine nine zero nine six. So just reviewing some some tools that are available as proactive measures. You mentioned this one, the Roth conversion, but that's where again you take that careful look.
0: Well, that's you know that's a that's part of that entire strategy that you have to look at as far as is it appropriate, is it going to benefit you to do a a, a a conversion of your IRA or, or 401k. In a lot of cases, it's not appropriate. In a lot of cases, it's just it's counterproductive in some some ways uh, because, you keep, first of all, you can't touch the money for five years on each conversion that you do. Uh, and, and second of all, it's, you know, the gain you might have on the on the traditional side might offset the fact that you just did a conversion. So it's it's kind of counterproductive. Uh, you know, in a lot of cases, it's better off to just uh, leave it leave well enough alone and for future mm-hmm. Uh, contributions make them into the Roth rather than into the traditional. Yeah, you know, you are losing the tax advantage by doing that, but at the same time, you're you're taking away some of the uh, additional amount that you would be contributing to the taxed side of your income in the future. Yeah, they're so, on sale
1: now, right? <laughs> if you, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically exactly. they are. For right. all you Black Friday shoppers out
0: there, <laughs> here's the sale yeah. price. Right, uh, it's coming up here quick. But, <laughs> but yes, you know, I'm looking and we're watching what the proposals are coming out of Washington real real closely uh, because I, I don't necessarily believe that they're going to make it 40%. I believe they're going to make it higher than mm. 40% on the, on the uh, marginal income tax rate. So I think it's going to be higher than that. I think the, 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 the this administration just you know, they the Democrats love to tax and uh, they're, they're they're proving themselves correct again because they're they're putting themselves in a position where they're going to be taxing. Look at look at inflation, you know, inflation's at six percent. You know, this year, starting in January, Social Security recipients get a 5.9 percent increase in their in their benefit.
1: That basically just, just paces it. <laughs> and, and it yeah. just
0: got eaten up by the by the increase in with inflation. Yeah. So. So, yeah, inflation is going to be, uh, uh, you know, continue to rise and and we're going to and we keep seeing it. We keep seeing the cost of food go up. Uh, the cost of fuel, energy, they said that 54% is how much they're talking about that's going to cost additional this year to heat your home, uh, if it, with natural gas or oil. So we're looking at a lot of different pressures that are that we're facing uh, in the not too distant future. And then taxes are are one of those, which I, I see taxes substantially increasing for, for my clients, unfortunately. And uh, I, I hate to see it, Hopefully they won't go up that that bad, but yeah. let's let's say if Be they take the then. right if they take the capital gain and they go from the 20 max that it is now to 40, that's going to have a huge impact on on a lot of my clients uh, and a lot of people out there that are listening. It's going to have a huge impact. So, let's have a conversation on it and, and and see what we can do to offset some of that if it's possible.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's best to have the strategies. I'm, of course, on uh, assu- on the assumption that it will be the worst case scenario, then you're really prepared. Another tool that, uh, health savings account, that could really be a triple win if played well,
0: properly. HSAs, HSAs are, are, you know, you can contribute if you're single $3,600 uh, or 7200 as a couple, as a, as a family. So you can contribute that money, and HSAs uh, can be used for any purpose medically related. They can even be used to pay premiums on Medicare, uh, health insurance. They can be used for any purpose that you want as long as it's medically related and it's not taxed on the the way out. So if you use it to pay your Medicare and other uh, health insurance premiums or a medical procedure, Eyeglasses or a hearing aid or some dental procedure—it's uh, not taxed uh, when it comes out to to uh, pay for those various things that you're using. So, so yes, H- HSAs I love because they're a, they're not a use it or lose it like yeah. FSAs were. HSAs you could take with you after you. Uh, after you retire and you could take them with you and use them for again any medically related purpose so I love HSAs I encourage people because it comes off of your income pre-tax as a contribution to the HSA I encourage everybody if you don't have an HSA see if your company offers it there's restrictions and qualifications you have to be in a high deductible plan to uh, be in an HSA so you have to really uh, check with your your HR department or your company and see if they offer an HSA and if they do my my suggestion is start contributing yeah. today.
1: Yeah, start to take take a definitely a look at that. And uh, Marty, he knows taxes. He actually for his uh, many of his clients, he actually does their taxes. He doesn't offer a tax prep service, but he it's kind of a, a perk that many of his clients have. So get prepared proactively with Marty Neville. Here's the opportunity, really holistically to look at your retirement plan with this consultation opportunity.
0: Absolutely. And yes, I do. I'm not open to the public. So don't call and say, can you do my taxes? Because unfortunately, I'm going to turn you down. I only do taxes for clients. uh, And it's basically to keep an eye on their tax situation going forward. But yes, for the first 10 listeners of today's show, give me a call. My number is 888-888. 519-9096. 519-9096. We'll get together. We'll put together a custom plan, a custom tailored plan specific to your wants, needs, goals, and desires. The guaranteed lifetime income plan and the Social Security Maximization Report. It comes with a comprehensive RMD report. We'll do a tax analysis. And the good news is everything is factored for inflation, mm-hmm. which up until uh, up until now has not been really much of a factor. But, yes, we are uh, increasing our, our inflationary area. Uh, uh, outlook going forward. So we're going to factor the entire plan for inflation. So give me a call. Again, my number is 888-519-9096. I, if you don't have a plan, you should have a plan. And I do these plans at no cost, no obligation at one of my local convenient offices. Again, my number is 888 519 Nine zero nine six.
1: And uh get this plan. It's your financial roadmap. And Marty at the same time in talking to you, you'll realize that he's talking to you in really just common sense, everyday terms, breaking down what can seem complicated and overwhelming walking in and you walk out with a much better handle, not only on where you are now, but just to see if you're heading in the right direction to retirement. And uh, that's just great, translating that, giving you ownership of your plan. And, and a comprehensive review, this is, available at no cost, no obligation. Of course, limited, based on Marty's schedule, 888 519 519 Ninety ninety six. That's how you make it happen and get it scheduled and get on Marty's schedule. Well, Marty, you played uh, offense really in this first segment with good tax strategies. It looks like maybe we're going to shift over to defense now for the second one. Yeah,
0: Yeah, a little bit, right? (laughs) right. We're going to get the the, the dry dry erase board out and put together a plan. (laughs) So, yeah, the closer we get to retirement, Dave, the more we need to make sure our plan is keeping our money safe. After the break, we're going to have some ideas and strategies and how to do just that so stay tuned we're back it's
1: financial safari consumer advocate dave perkins with marty neville Smart Money Solutions. And Marty would love to give you a copy of his book. It's an Amazon bestseller when you schedule that consultation to talk about your retirement with a retirement specialist that you will get. A copy of his book, Retirement Smart America. Yeah, we are going to play a little defense here because we're going to keep your plans safe now and, and break down ways Marty is on how to make sure your retirement savings are mostly safe. No matter what happens, and that's another thing Marty does as he looks ahead, and in carefully selecting investments, which I know you go with a smart, safe strategy there.
0: Yes, I do. And there's some 401ks, for example, like the TSP, the governmental 401k, the, the federal government 401k is called the TSP, the Thrift Savings Plan. Uh, they only have five choices. <laughs> yeah. so, wow. so you have very, very little to choose from. And one of them is like a money market fund, the G fund. That's uh, like the money market. It it's, it's doesn't earn much interest, but it's safe. You won't lose anything in a volatile market. So and a lot of 401ks are like that also, where they offer they're a very limited amount of, of choices to choose from. And, you know, some are more conservative than others, and some of them even have target date funds. So you might have 2020, 2030, 2040, 2050. So they so they you know, the, the, the farther out they are, for the example, the 2050 fund, it's a little more aggressive, it's a little more uh, 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 volatile, it could be volatile, because you've got a longer period of time. Uh, to wait until you retire. So that's really for younger people that are starting in the workforce and they would probably have the the later target date funds. So, but yes, uh, you want to be careful, especially as you get older, if you're in your late fifties, early sixties and still working, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself that question that I always ask is how much are you willing to lose? How much volatility and risk are you willing to take in your account, especially when you get that much closer to retirement? So you have to really be careful uh, to 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 watch the volatility and the risk that you're taking because at that point you're going to be living off of that money the rest of your life that's money you want to preserve that's not money you want to right uh, start start gambling with
1: well yeah and so i mean and diversifying certainly is key too and helping to decrease volatility knowing your risk level as you said and then starting to what are some of the more conservative investments you look at for your clients
0: well, there's, you know, there are target date funds, there's a lot of uh, mutual funds out there that are that are uh, really on a more conservative side, they're more income based. Uh, you have money market accounts that and some of them I've seen, I've seen of them that pay two and a half three 3% interest, which and now in this market isn't so terrible. Uh, but and I use life insurance plans, I use annuities, I use estate trusts, uh, usually a safe money strategies that are going to provide you with a good return on your money. And at the same time, protect the money and guarantee you a lifetime income stream when the time comes that you turn on that faucet. So so there's a lot of different uh, strategies that I use, and it depends on what you're trying to accomplish and what your situation is. It depends on your age. You know, most of my clients are, are 55 and over that's what i prefer because then you're close enough to retirement where a plan is really going to make sense i mean i talked to somebody she you know she was 47 uh, and it's a little too premature to put together a plan because so much is going to change yeah, and and yeah. She, and she had a couple of young kids and there's colleges in the meantime and and cars and phones and, and computers that need to be bought. So there's so many things. Life is going to happen with somebody that's younger. It's a little bit premature to put together a good retirement plan if you're really earlier than 55. So if you're 55 and over you, you know, and you don't have a plan, I'm your guy. I'm the, I'm the guy you should be talking to at that point because you're close enough to retirement where putting together one of these comprehensive plans is really going to be more accurate than if you're much younger. Yes, diversification matters. And again, it depends on your time frame. It depends on when you're planning on uh, retiring and when you're planning on on starting to withdraw those funds. But at the same time, you have to ask yourself. The question is, how much are you willing to risk? How much are you willing to lose? Uh, and, and most of my clients, they answer the same answer. They don't want to lose anything. Yeah. yeah how much are you willing to lose? Nothing. Uh, you know, OK, well, <laughs> okay, let's, let's work put together on a that. plan. Let's put together a plan so that it will be your strategy. We will make sure you lose nothing.
1: I know sometimes you have the conversation with people to kind of see if you can nudge them a little way in another direction based on their what they tell you is their risk tolerance. Or tolerance. Would you rather see one uh, that you need to talk down on the risk tolerance level, maybe with too much risk in mind, or someone who who, who has it, I want it all in the bank? <laughs> and well, which,
0: there, there are people like that, Dave. I mean, they, they, they do want it all safe. Uh, and, and some people that they still want to have some money at at risk and in the market and they want to play with it. And I have no objection to that. I mean, that's great. If you want to wake up in the morning and, and, and trade your own account, that's wonderful. So, and I have a lot of clients like that, that the, their new job after they retire is monitoring their, their money. Then they might have a, they might have a special account that they set up with, with X amount of dollars in it. But the majority of your money should be, should be in a safe money strategy. In my opinion in my humble opinion, because you want to protect yourself. This yeah. is money you're going to be living on the rest of your life. And, and you want to make sure it's going to be there for you the rest of your life. And if there's a volatile market or a major correction, uh, you, you know, who wants to go back to 0809 when when wow. everybody lost 50% or more of their of their savings? So nobody wants to do that. We're all 10, 20 years older now. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, hard to it, believe. It's not, but right, it is. It is hard to believe. It's You know, we're 15 years past that. Who wants to go back to those days when you're getting when you're getting closer and closer to retirement, uh, and now you got to wait ten years for your money to come back? So no, uh, you know at least. Again, nobody, none of my clients give me all of their money to, to invest for them, but they usually give me a majority of their mm-hmm. money to, to make sure that it's safe, it's secure, it's guaranteed, it's insured, it's protected. And they know that tomorrow morning, no matter what happens in the world, that their, their funds are going to be safe and secure.
1: So basically, and you feel more confident and, and comfortable with your clients who have, yeah, a little bit of Vegas money. I mean, nobody takes their life savings to Vegas, but, you know, take a little bit if you want to play yeah. a little bit.
0: That's true. Well, that's, that's a good way of putting it. You know, if you want to, if you want to gamble your money, get on a plane, go to Vegas and have fun while right. you lose your
1: money, <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you know,
0: but, but that's not your, that should not be your, your strategy in retirement. You know, hope, you know, hope that the market does this or hope that this happens or hope, hope is not a good strategy. So, and I don't base, I don't base any of my plans on a, on a hope based philosophy. It's all based, it's all guaranteed. Everything I do is all guaranteed. So that's much I want to, what I want to make sure. And also at the same token, having enough cash available, having an emergency fund. Available, so so if the furnace breaks down, here we are coming into winter, and if your furnace, uh, you know, all of a sudden conks out on you, now you here you got three or four or five thousand dollars you need to to spend to have your furnace replaced. Or or the car or the roof or something of that nature. You always want to have a nice emergency fund available uh, just in case, you know, because life happens, as we know. Mm -hmm. And with the holidays coming up, too, you know, you've got if you have any grandkids and it's gift Mm -hmm. giving season soon, you know, so so uh, it's always good to have that extra cash available as well.
1: Well, and we're looking at keeping your money safe, keeping your retirement plan safe and as safe as possible with Marty Neville, which to him is is job number one for you and setting up that guaranteed income as well. 888-519-9096 for Marty, 888-519-9096. I guess, you know, this is another thing that people are look, taking a look at at least, and that's delaying retirement or phasing in retirement
0: right and we've talked about that on previous shows where it's a phased retirement where you you go to part-time i talked to a woman the other day she's full-time currently she's going to go to three days a week uh, by the end of the year and then she's going to just slowly but surely phase herself out or she might end up continuing to work a couple days a week but it, and that's all well and good. People, you know, you want to stay active. You want to stay engaged. You want to have a reason to wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. and having some, uh, you know, a, a job to do or a job to go to something, something that, that to to give you, you know, the reason to wake up in the morning and have have a reason for for uh, just in general living. So I have a lot of clients who do work a couple days a week. Um, you know, they work. I have one client that they, they work she works in a restaurant uh-huh. and her her whole weekend is is at the restaurant so you know the restaurants are the busiest on the yeah, weekends so sure. uh you know her whole weekend is killed because she's at she's at the restaurant working but she enjoys she likes it, 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 gives, yeah. it yeah she likes it it gives her it gives her a purpose and a, and something to do and the extra cash doesn't hurt either but uh you know so i encourage you if you want to continue to work or or delay retirement or do a phased retirement absolutely that's that might be the smartest way to go so let's you know let's at least have a conversation about it uh and see what's what's best in your best interest you know but if you're if you're married and you have kids and grandkids and you want to do some traveling and do other things Uh, you know, it depends on the situation. Retirement might be the best way to go too.
1: Well, here's the thing. When you sit down with Marty, I mentioned a moment ago how you can feel better because he's just, it's just a conversation you're having and it gives you a better handle. It also can give you a better handle on when you're ready to retire and how that would be, whether it's phased or, or dive in or when are you going to be ready to do that? And if not quite ready, what do you need to do to work towards getting there and expediting that? Here is that opportunity to sit down with Marty. No, no cost no obligation
0: absolutely and well you know it's and i advise people on things that they might want to do take up a hobby are you going to start golfing are you going to garden uh you know are you going to start water skiing or scuba diving or there's so many different things that that you could do uh traveling you know is is one thing that i encourage because i love traveling too but But uh, yeah, for the next 15 minutes, uh, the phone lines are now open. We're going to take as many calls as possible and give me a call at 888-519-9096 so we can set up an appointment, set up a time to meet at one of my offices, have a meeting, have a discussion. There's no cost. There's no obligation. I'm not going to twist your arm we're just gonna have a discussion I I put together a plan for you and and there again there's no no obligation for you to sign anything I'm not gonna have you sign anything or or twist your arm to do anything the whole objective is is to put together a nice retirement plan and a nice package for you and that's the first meeting the first meeting is informational there's it's it's very casual it's at one of my offices which is probably close to where you live I have offices all over the area so again my number is 888 five one nine nine zero nine six give me a call and we'll put together a custom tailored plan specific for you.
1: Excellent opportunity it is for you, whether a pre-retiree or maybe just retired. Maybe you have a plan, but you're not um, feeling that comfortable about it. Get a second opinion. It's also a great second opinion opportunity with Marty Neville, 888-519-9096. At no cost, no obligation, limited, but a, a great opportunity. His schedule is limited. But at the end of the show, he if you're among the next 10, he'll be calling you back to get it scheduled and what's convenient for you and when is convenient for you and where 888-519-9096 get a copy of marty's book too, retirement smart america quick break news weather traffic we check but there's more to come marty what are we into next
0: after the break you know there's plenty of things dave that can impact your retirement and don't let that four-letter word procrastination Mm. (laughs) be one of them so when we come back we're going to talk about five things not to put off when it comes to your retirement planning
1: We're back. It's Financial Safari. Consumer Advocate, Dave Perkins, with Marty Neville. Uh, Marty Neville wants you to not procrastinate. Get in and get your plan together. That's actually what we're touching on here. As Marty indicated a moment before the break, procrastination. It was Mark Twain who said never put off till tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow and that's <laughs> sort of been my philosophy um, much to my detriment <laughs> i said uh, it's not the best way to be but we we were talking about it during the break marty we're all guilty of procrastination
0: absolutely the we are. you know I, mean, I can't tell you how many times i sit down with someone you know i've been meaning to do that <laughs> yeah. you know do you have do you have a living trust did you put your estate planning you know i've been meaning to do that you know <laughs> we, we started talking about that about 15 years ago so been meaning to get around Of that yeah Yeah. so it's it's never it's never too late but but don't wait till it's too late no absolutely so that's the key it's never too late but don't wait till it's too late that's important because you know once you get sick or if you have dementia Mm -hmm. or god forbid something else uh, then it's too late. Now you're now you you're stuck because you can't, uh, you know, it's it's meaningless to put together a plan. So especially an estate plan is what I'm referring to. And the same thing goes for retirement planning, for for a financial plan, for a tax plan. It's never too late, but don't wait till it's too late. I've been meaning to do that. Don't procrastinate. I, I If you're a procrastinator, I'm going to make sure you're not procrastinating because yeah. I'm going to push. Well, you're like an I'd accountability sure
1: we, coach in that sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, you, it, it's something that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. It's something that should be done. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not here to be your dad or your mom and scold you if you don't get things done or make sure that you tuck in your shirt or whatever the case <laughs> might be. But I'm here to, you know, it should be done. It, it, it's something that's important. This is something that should be done, uh, you know, it's part of a, of a comprehensive retirement plan and package, uh, having an estate plan in place, having a, a financial plan in place, having a tax plan in place. And I do all these in writing. I mean, this is a, these are written plans that I'm going to put together for you at no cost or obligation. All you got to do is call me. And it, all it takes is one simple phone call to, to, to get this, to start the process. So, yeah, uh, it, it's something procrastination is... Is, is my enemy, and because I'm, I'm not a procrastinator, I'm I'm Johnny on the spot. I want to make sure that everybody's protected, and and if you're not properly protected, I'm not I'm not doing my job correctly. Right, right. And and it's and it makes me feel bad. So it's very rewarding when I can sit there and and, and do the final result is in play. All the all the pieces of the puzzle are in place, and we could see the big picture now. And that's that's what's really key to me is is, is if you're a procrastinator. Uh, you know, give me a call because I'm going to make sure you're not a procrastinator. I'm going to knock that chip off your shoulder <laughs> and make sure make sure that you're uh, you're doing what you should do. Uh, and it's not to my benefit. I mean, I'm not doing this because it's for my benefit. This is for your benefit. Well, of course,
1: yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. It all comes together too um, when when you do get with Marty because it's part of the whole process, the planning process. And Marty's going to run through a few things to not put off, and we'll get to as many as we can here. One is, uh, and this is probably one of the first things you talk to them about is a spending plan. I don't think you care much for the word budget. Nobody really likes no. that word, but the spending no. plan.
0: Right, putting together the spending plan, putting together that guaranteed lifetime income stream plan. So, yeah, that's that's the first thing I'm going to do is put together that plan, give you that report. So that's what the first the first consultation, the first meeting is all about, just informational. I, I, I want to know what you have and where it is, and we'll get to know each other a little bit. You know, see if you like me, and see if I like you, and you know, because <laughs> it, it always helps to to work with somebody you like and, and you enjoy working with. Uh, you know, if you walk into a car dealership and the and the salesman is beaten beaten over the head trying to sell you a car, you're probably going to shut down. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not like that. I'm I'm not like that at all. I'm not trying to talk you into doing something that you should. I'm t- trying to you know work with you to make sure that you have these these pieces of the puzzle in place. So yes, starting with the starting with the spending plan absolutely that's the first thing I'm going to do for you it, 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 it has everything it encompasses everything. it encompasses social security. it encompasses your 401k and IRAs. it encompasses a pension that you might have other income if you have rental income or other, or interest and in dividend income it encompasses all of your income sources and and puts together a nice complete package and it's very comprehensive in nature so that's the first thing we're going to do
1: you know, this, this next thing reminds me of something I've been procrastinating, and that is since we're in open enrollment period, I, I need to take a look and see if I need to make any changes with my health care plan. But that's something you need to stay on top of your insurance needs, health care, and any others.
0: Absolutely, especially when we hit that magical age, like I did last year, uh, earlier this year That's in right. June, I turned I turned sixty five. So, I'm a I'm a Medicare recipient now. <laughs> and <laughs> but so, congratulations! Yeah, I, I
1: that have, was a raise for you, wasn't it?
0: Absolutely, it uh, it decreased my cost because I'm not paying those those big premiums on my private health insurance yeah. anymore. But uh, but you know, I do have a good supplement, and I do have a good package yeah. in oh, place. It's not I, free. Right. No, it's not free for sure, but it's, it's less expensive than a traditional plan. Uh, and, and because I'm basically self-employed, uh, you know, I had to generate my own health insurance. So I didn't have a company health insurance plan that some, some people have the benefit of. And if you, especially if you work for a municipality or a governmental agency, you know, they provide you with health insurance, usually at a cost. But that's definitely something you have to look into. Uh, and and I don't do health insurance. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't offer it as as part of the package. I do have people in my office that offer it. So that's something that we could help you with. But it's not something that I uh, I personally offer. But it's definitely something that needs to be dealt with and and handled. Uh, you because again, if you don't if you don't file for Medicare in a timely manner, what does the government do if you don't follow the rules? They penalize. <laughs> They punish you and they penalize you. So, yes, you definitely want to make sure that you're doing things in a timely manner uh, and it's and it's in what's, what's your best interest. So there's a lot of different plans and packages. All you got to do is turn on the TV and you'll see all these uh, celebrities hawking these uh, Medicare Advantage plans and Medicare this plan and Medicare that plan. So which one is the right one? Which one is the best one? Which one is to your advantage? So. That's something that we can have a conversation about and I can put you into contact with, uh, with my guy that's that's era, his area of expertise. He actually put together my plan. Okay so, okay so that's Very good. something something that something that's crucial, but something that you really need to know and understand. What's going to be best for you?
1: Well, I mean, as you said, I mean, there's some and there's some timelines. You just don't want to miss on this either. So, yeah, you don't want to be penalized because of procrastination. Um, Paying off debt, especially that bad debt.
0: Well, yes. I mean, credit card debt, that's that's horrible debt to have, uh, you know, a car loan, unless it's a zero interest loan, which a lot of these companies are offering zero for 60 and whatnot. Uh, car loan is, you know, you want to get rid of stuff, stuff like that. Having a mortgage, I'm, I'm a big fan of keeping your mortgage because uh, there mm-hmm. is a, a huge tax advantage to having the mortgage. Uh, And I'd rather see you you pay on a monthly basis, especially if you can afford it, if it's not a huge mortgage, if it's not a $500,000 mortgage, uh, it's definitely something that you want to keep because there's a, there's a definite tax advantage to having a mortgage, and you want to have an encumbrance on your property uh, for estate planning purposes. And, and we can go into more detail in what I mean by that, but it's, it's important. It's, it, there's more than one reason I recommend keeping an, or having a mortgage on your property, and it's not simply uh, uh, just, uh, just for the tax advantage. So okay, having right, a mortgage, right. but paying off those other debts, you know, uh, student loan debt if you have student loan debt, uh, credit card debt, you know, that's probably number one on my list of things to get rid of if you have credit card debt. Um, it's you know car payments, uh, lease payments. If you have a lease payment, you know, if you're leasing a car, that's you know, that's a, a constant payment that never goes away. So something to uh, something to have a discussion about making sure you don't have excess, Uh, bad debt. And finally, and I I see where
1: you're going with this as it ties into retirement, those home improvement projects, because you may want to have your home ready to sell if you choose to downsize when you retire.
0: Well, a lot of a lot of my clients are downsizing. They have the big house and they raise their families and, and it's time to time to downsize, They'll reduce the sometimes, you know, but it, it, and it, sometimes you have to really do the numbers because sometimes it costs more to downsize yeah, I've heard than, it, that, than yeah. it's worth. And, and I've had a lot of situations where they were going to my clients were going to, you know, build, buy a condo. Uh, In in a condo building and then after they started adding up all of the expenses, the the assessments, the special assessments, how old the building is, when is it going to need a new roof? And there's another special assessment. Um, so, So once you start adding up all those costs and then moving expenses and whatnot, decorating, you know, painting. Custom flooring or, or custom countertops, whatever the case might be. Once you start adding up all these costs, sometimes it doesn't pay to. to you know, it's, it's, it would be better to, you know, modernize your existing right home where you are, and, and yeah, and stay where you're at because it'd be cheaper. Even though it might be bigger, it still might be less expensive for you to stay where you're at. But that's something that we, you know, we can have a discussion about that uh, if, if you're if you're looking to downsize and, and take that into consideration when you're looking at the new place. And it depends where you're moving. If you're moving out of state, now you've got interstate uh, transportation of your of your furniture and everything else. So there's another expense. So so there's there's a lot of things to take into consideration. Uh, I have a lot, a lot of clients that are, luckily, moving out of Illinois. Um, they're they're moving to warmer climates and and for other reasons, tax reasons. So so it makes sense sometimes to uh, to really just have a conversation and just uh, hash it out a little bit. You know, under get get more of an understanding of of what the pros and cons are of of uh, of moving. Uh, and sometimes doing your home repairs before you retire is the best way to go because you might as well spend the money while you're earning it rather than after the fact. So there's, there's a lot of different things that go into that, but uh, it's, it's definitely worthy of having that conversation at the office. Well,
1: let's schedule the conversation because it is very comprehensive with Marty Neville at no cost, no obligation.
0: Yeah, well, these are the things we're going to talk about, David, when we when the clients come to my office, we talk about a, a whole number of other things, you know, including re- relocating or downsizing, uh, long term care costs, all the different things that are going to affect you as we all get older in retirement. So, yes. So for the next 10 listeners that give me a call at 888-519-9096, we will schedule a time to meet. All it takes is one simple phone call to start the process. I can't do anything until you call. 888-519-9096 give me a call we'll set up a time to meet you will meet with me i don't send any of my associates to meet with anybody who calls into my radio show you meet with me personally and we'll put together a plan for you that's a comp- that's comprehensive in nature and we'll have a discussion to make sure that you have a smooth transition into retirement so don't hesitate give me a call My schedule does fill up very quickly. I'm about two weeks out right now. So 888-519-9096. You'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Just leave a message and I will get back to you sometime this morning.
1: Let's do it. Let's get the conversation going. It's about you and your retirement. 888-519-9096.
0: Listener questions again. (laughs) When we return after the short break, we are going to answer as many of them as we can possibly do so. So stay tuned.
1: it is financial safari with marty neville smart money solutions marty neville has helped so many in Chicago land. And I do say beyond because many of his clients move and they want to continue the relationship. Marty picks up a license in the state uh, to which they have moved. And he has 19 uh, licenses, at least now 19 states. Marty is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Well, it is time for questions from the listener. Chicago tops it off. Should I roll over my traditional IRA into my Roth IRA at 60 years old. I, I also have a work-related 401k with 107000 as well as a designated trading account with 90000 I have nothing but standard deductions as our homes are paid for. That's interesting. Homes are paid
0: for. Yeah, homes. So plural. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, One's for the mother-in-law. Like got, so, right. Sounds like he's got rental income then. So. Oh, Could be, Yeah. That could be the case, but uh, the question: Should I roll over my traditional into my Roth? Well, I'm presuming you're st- you're still working because you said you have a work related 401k. So I'm presuming you're still working. It doesn't say if you're married and if your spouse is working. Uh, you have a designated trading account, which is an after. Sounds like it's an after tax account of ninety thousand. Uh, we would have to have a conversation whether it's appropriate for you to to do the conversion into your Roth. Don't forget that you you know just to do just to convert or, or uh, roll over your traditional IRA into the Roth is actually considered and classified as a conversion and has to be handled as such. You can't touch that money for five years once you do the conversion. Um, you said at sixty years old, so I'm just trying to. Determine why you would use that age.
1: I wonder if they're saying that's what I am now. So should I start doing it?
0: Yeah. Know. So that's that's a little confusing to me. But but uh, we would really have to sit down. It you know it depends on how much is in your traditional IRA. That is not mentioned as what the value of the traditional IRA is. Uh, so if you do the whole thing, and let's let's say for for sake of discussion that it's three hundred thousand dollars, and you're going to convert it all. Uh, figure you're probably going to only be able to convert two hundred thousand because a hundred of it's going to taxes. Yeah, uh, and add that in. so now you've got another three hundred thousand dollars in ordinary income for the year. Uh, is it appropriate? Probably not because it's going to just push you into that you know that high tax bracket, uh, and and you're going to pay uh, you know the most on the conversion. So it doesn't make sense. So I usually if I do conversions, it's usually a smaller amount over a number of years. And yes, now's a good time to do it because taxes are still low, but it's it's really definitely difficult to give you a definitive answer because uh, it depends on how much your traditional IRA is and how much of it you want to convert. And so so it it might not it might not make sense, but really it has to we have to sit there and and make and just talk facts and figures and and do the crunch the numbers a little bit to make a determination whether it's appropriate for you to do that or not. Uh, I agree. In a lot of cases, a lot of people are wanting to do conversions. So they uh, they reduce their tax liability in the future on their traditional IRAs. That makes sense to me, and I and I understand. On paper, it sounds good, but in, in reality, sometimes it's just it's it's not the the best route to take. So it's it's worthy of having a discussion and sitting down together and just hashing it out, do, crunching the numbers, and seeing what the uh, what the what's the appropriateness of doing something of that nature.
1: I mean, you certainly are a great candidate to sit down with Marty and go over these strategies. Is is really how we opened the show today? Eight eight eight. Make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, it really would. And uh, yeah, talking about you devoted an entire segment to taxes and where they're going and what are the best strategies for you. 888-519-9096 for Marty from Naperville. Is it wise or unwise to try to start planning how I'll handle the inheritance that I get when my mother passes away? She's in her late 80s. She is in declining health, and I expect to get a substantial amount when she passes. So I certainly don't want to ask her what I can expect to get, but I, I do want to be able to start
0: planning. How do you advise people on this? Well, the first thing I would say is, does she have an estate plan? Does she have a, a trust or uh, any kind of an estate plan in place? And, and if, if she does, who's the trustee? Does she have powers of attorney? And who are her powers of attorney? Uh, yes, it, it, it's, it's difficult to know exactly what she has. If, if you're her trustee, you probably should know what she has and where it all is. Um, and and I have quite a few people that are anticipating inheritances because their their parents, my clients are 55 and over, so your parents could be in their 80s and 90s at this point. Uh, so yes, it's, it's something that you have to consider and think about. Uh, you know, what the tax ramification would be on the size of the inheritance. Is there going to be a tax ramification? Uh, Who's going to handle the estate? Who's going to do the estate tax returns? So there's a whole host of different issues that have to be dealt with. But as far as uh, what you're going to get and how much you're going to get, and it depends on if she has a substantial IRA or 401k, uh, because there's there's rules that regard uh, the inheritance of, of IRAs and 401 ks So you really have to uh, have, yes, I understand you want to do some planning, but not knowing the numbers, that's not, that's not crucial, but knowing that there's going to be some a substantial amount coming from an inheritance, it, but you have to also make sure that she does have a, a, an estate plan in place, uh, you know, to try and avoid that probate issue. Uh, and, and who's going to be the trustee? How many brothers and sisters do you have that are going to be involved in this whole process? Uh, and is everybody going to get along <laughs> sometimes? Yeah. That's the hardest part of the whole thing is, oh, yeah. is, is everybody going to get along and the arguments start? And if there's no trust or if there's just a will and somebody contests the will, now you've got another set of problems. So, so there's, there's a lot of different questions that I have. Number one is, is there an estate plan in place? Uh, and who's the trustee? Does she have powers of attorney? Who's the power of attorney? Who's going to be handling her, her disposition as far as ha- handling her health care? Um, and, and we'll just have to, you know, have a, have a discussion about all that. And, and then the after-tax dollars, that's easy to do. It's, it's, it, that's easy to where is it going to go and, and, and how are you going to start generating an income stream potentially from it? But at the same time, if she's got an IRA or a 401k, there's a mandatory amount that you're going to have to take from that uh, over the 10 year period because inherited IRAs have, the structure has changed last year so now you have to distribute that with it to yourself within a 10 year period. You can't, uh, it's not a lifetime stretch IRA anymore.
1: You got so you could do it all at once or you can stretch it or you can make it go at, uh, disperse, I mean, disperse it, I right. guess, through the 10 years. Right.
0: You could take it over, the, uh, take it over so much over, so much a year for 10 years, or you can wait till the 10th year. The government wants uh, wants the tax dollars on that money. So they're, they decided to change the structure and not make it a stretch IRA for lifetime anymore. Mm-hmm. So they reduced it to a 10 year period. So, you know, that's that's something that has to be planned out also. How are you going to take those distributions? How much a year? Uh, or are you going to wait, you know, so, you're gonna, every five years, you'll take half and then you'll take the other half of the other five years. So that, so that's something that we would have a discussion about also. Uh, but that's for an IRA. If there's non-IRA money, and it depends how that's invested, you have a step up feature on brokerage accounts so it steps up to the at the time of death what the value is so it's really there's a lot of different things when it comes to inheritances to understand and know um and and i'm that's that's one of the things that i that's my area of expertise so sitting down and having a discussion about that uh, again does she have a trust does she have a will does she have some kind of an estate plan in place that's going to help a lot Uh, and, and i encourage that if she doesn't if she's still able to uh, you could still, it's not too late to, to put one together.
1: Well, and it's not too late, certainly, to, to get with Marty on, on the right planning, too, uh, as far as what you're going to do with, with what you have already if you're close to retirement. 888-519-9096. Mokina, to close it out. My wife worked until around 10 years ago. She's become a homemaker since then. We're both 49. I have a full-time job at a small pension. Can my wife claim her Social Security retirement benefit at 62 and then switch to spousal benefits when I retire
0: at 67? No, she can't. Can't do that, once huh? she, No, once she takes her, her benefit, her, she, and that's, that's the question, can she claim her Social Security retirement benefit at 62? And then switch? No, she can't switch. If, by, by taking it early, she's to getting a reduced benefit, and it's a permanent decision.
1: Now, if you pass so away, then she could get the higher of the two, right?
0: If, if you were to pass away yeah. as her spouse, yes, she would get the higher of the two, but lose the smaller. So you're not going to get both benefits. You're going to get the, the, the higher of the two. Mm-hmm. So that would be the only time the spousal benefits are if she already hadn't claimed hers. So if she hadn't claimed hers and you take yours, then she can get a, a spousal benefit mm-hmm. after a year after you've applied. But at, but if she takes her her benefit at sixty two, that's a permanent, uh, irrevocable decision that she made, uh, and she's not entitled to any additional benefit, a spousal benefit, when you start taking yours.
1: Boy, they're looking so, ahead too. They're both forty nine and already worried about sixty two. Yeah, I, mean, I guess there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but wow. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Well, you know, and then, but between 49 and 62, a lot of things could change too. That's true. So, so you may not want to take your Social Security benefit. Your wife may not want to take her Social Security benefit at 62. Uh, she may want to wait until it's, uh, you know, until her full retirement age. She may go back to work, so it might not make sense for her to take her benefit at all until she reaches her full retirement age which obviously is 67. So it does it you know there's a, there's a lot of things that could happen. That's that's generally why I don't meet with too many clients that are under 55 because there's too many things you may still have young kids, you may have kids in college, you may have kids that are in high school still. And, and so there's there's those expenses that are coming that you, you have to take into consideration also, as far as the plan is concerned. And for that so matter, by
1: the time they hit 67, their full retirement age could be later. even. Right. Yeah. You never well, that, know. That's, that's 18 years
0: <laughs> in the future. Yeah. So you don't know. So, yeah. So the, the, who knows what the government's going to do, if anything, as far as changing Social Security, the retirement ages. Uh, there's there's a whole host of different things, but life you know life happens also, and that's something that we have to take into consideration sure, yeah. when it comes to this. That. So that's again, you're 49, and you're looking at something that's going to happen you know uh, you know 13, 14 years from now. Uh, it's really hard to to pre plan that far in advance, especially on a Social Security benefit when who knows what's going to happen to Social Security between now and then.
1: Okay, and thank you for the question. And by the way, any questions you have, you can schedule that consultation with Marty, 888-519-9096. And for the last 10 calling in, it's available at no cost, no obligation. Be among the last 10 calling. Marty will call you back. We're about to go off the air now, and he will get back in touch with you, 888-519-9096. Marty, great show and conversation as always, and of course, we'll do it again. All over
0: next week. Yeah, we, yeah, we covered a lot of information, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> give me a call so we can we can deal with your specific situation. So yeah, Dave, we'll uh, we'll definitely do it again next week over. here at Financial Safari,
1: Coach P Radio. are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.